0: Hi, I'm Quentin D'Souza, and you're listening to Get Real Wealthy. Create wealth, freedom, and security through real estate investing. Make sure to check out getrealwealthy.com. In this episode, this member started with house hacking his first property, and is was looking to expand his portfolio. With the current housing market, we explore possibly going with a triplex or fourplex instead of a single family home or duplex. Have a listen. So uh, how how are you doing? I I, I just wanted to let you um, uh, do a little bit of an introduction and, Mm -hmm. um, and talk to you a little bit about what you're doing and hopefully put you in a good direction. Uh, the intention of this call really is to um, you know welcome new members and also kind of help you in and what your real estate in, investing is like where you are right now and see if I can help you to go into the you know up to the next level. So maybe you can start off by telling me a little bit about yourself and um, like what is your experience in real estate investing to this point.
1: Sure. So uh, I'm a new immigrant to Canada. I just came in 2018 with my wife and uh, we bought our first house, like the principal home we were staying in December, 2019. Uh, and we moved, moved to Oshawa in February, 2020. So, so, so that's the only real estate property that I have. Uh, so we are doing kind of house hacking. Uh, we've rented our basement out, uh, just to get some extra help uh, with the mortgage, and uh, now, like, I'm I'm, I'm planning to uh, get into something, uh, uh, maybe a rental property, wherein I can start my uh, journey.
0: Okay. And uh, so on the um, on the rental property side, do you have the funds, like where are you getting the funds for for this or do you have the funds and have you talked to, um, you know, banks or uh, mortgage brokers around um, financing? So where are you on those those two sides? Okay, so I have some savings um, and
1: the remaining part of the down payment i think i'll be taking uh, as a gift from my sister which i'll be returning that to her after the closing so i have a few line of credits as well mm-hmm. so once the closing is done i'll take out the money from line of credit and return the gift back to her
0: okay
1: and uh, so so for my current property i was working with my uh, with the bank uh, that i have mortgaged with and uh, I was trying to get CMHC removed so that I can get into the market with 5% down again, uh, because I don't have 20%. So, so that's the reason I wanted to uh, get advantage of this appreciation on my current house, uh, remove the CMHC and be able to buy another
0: one at 5%. Okay, And um, I guess one of the things that you may want to uh, to talk to mortgage brokers about, I'm assuming that they are the what the way that you're approaching this is that you have um, CMHC uh, insurance on the um, your principal residence. Now, I don't know if you know this, but there are actually three insurers in Canada. There's um, and they, one has recently changed their name. I think it's like Sagan now. It used to be Genworth. And then there's a third one I can't think of off the top of my head. Now, it is possible that you could use one of those other um, avenues in order to get a lower down payment. Um, but they're typically for principal residences and I don't want to get into the gray area, but I'm sure that there are some mortgage brokers that can help you with that. I I, I mean, I'll point you the direction of one that I know, but um, I, mean, I I don't like playing in that, that area, but um, I'll, I'll point you in the right direction for that. I'll do an introduction via uh, email. Okay. Sure. Sure. The other sure. piece is that have you decided on a area that you're going to be investing in like uh, because the you know it's going to have a lot to do with the purchase price and um, you know what your plans are for it so um, have you thought about the area that you want to invest in so I was I was very much interested in Oshawa because like I I am in
1: Oshawa only Uh, but then the prices have gone up so much now (laughs) I mean it's a good thing because I have my principal home in Oshawa so that is appreciated as well Right. But then with with my, like it's either I wait for some time and uh, do some more savings or with whatever I have, I go to a market where I can afford something and get still get at least break even if not positive cash flow. Uh, and we we went to a Peterborough as well. I saw a few properties there. So I think, I mean, with my, like I have affordability, like I, the mortgage broker I spoke to, he said that if you can do a minimum, down you can afford maybe 800 850 900 as well but then the problem is down payment right now
0: okay so but you can do gifting from your sister and then use it right for your for the purchase. The challenge is that you're gonna end up with because you're using a line of credit and a low-down payment, you're gonna end up with negative cash flow unless you have a really strong cash flowing property. What what type of property are you looking at? Is it like a duplex or what kind of property? Yeah, so like I would I would want to get into something which
1: is like uh, two units already. Uh, so that I like because of if if I'm spending let's say 850 900 I wouldn't want to spend more on the renovations to convert it a single uh, unit to a duplex uh, or maybe two separate units so my approach like what I was thinking is if if I can get something maybe around uh, 550s in Peterborough and even if I have to spend let's say 40,000 to convert the basement into a livable unit, I should still be good. But then in, in Oshawa, I don't think I'll get anything below 850, 900
0: right now. Yeah, that's right. The, the prices are quite high for that type of a product there. Um, So you may be wanting to look uh, like at the Peterborough market, you may even want to look at something that is a little bit out of your comfort zone, but may give you more cash flow. That could be like a different type of property, like a student rental or maybe a triplex or fourplex, which you could still get that type of financing that you're you're interested in because it's still under the residential umbrella and it gives you the ability to have more units right mm-hmm. so the one to four units still even if you were to buy it as a duplex you still have that that same kind of qualification room but if you're if you were to do that why not just do it like a fourplex or a triplex right So that's one thing that I'm going to like encourage you to look at to see how the numbers work and see if that may be a better approach than just doing like a, a duplex. Um, you can you can talk to your realtor on that, but I mean that's something that I would encourage just to give you a little bit stronger cash flow and, and also the ability as you turn over units to bump up rents and really get um uh the cash flow on, on those type of properties. So um I want you to keep that in mind. Uh the other thing is is that there um uh like I don't know if you spent any time on the education REI website. <laughs> Um, If you go on there, there's a few things that I like. If you're going to go down the road of um, doing like a triplex or a fourplex, there's a course on property management. It's like a five hour course on property management. I want you to make sure to go through that, Um, especially if you're not going to hire a property manager, then you need to, to go through that course. Um, There's also a course on your first three properties in real estate that kind of talk about the fundamentals and different areas. Mm -hmm. You want to keep that in mind as well. So those two pieces for sure will be helpful for you. But um, so what do you think about maybe doing a triplex or a fourplex? Is it comfortable? um, I've not
1: I've not been a landlord for a lot like for a like longer length of time. I'm fairly a new landlord. So managing that by myself, like I'm going through the books, uh uh your books as well, yeah. just to get some idea on how to be a better landlord, maintain a relationship, and then uh and the uh the other book also, which is around wealth management, I've started reading that as well. Okay. So I'm I'm learning uh <laughs> Try trying to get as much as I can before I can get into the market. So, uh, triplex and fourplex is is fine as long as I am able to afford that with the uh, with the down payments and
0: uh, the capital. So, like, what markets would you suggest? Well, I think you're fine in Peterborough. I think Peterborough would be a good market to kind of look at. You may want to do like. Um, um, like a smaller market or like a a little bit further away, like Kingston might be a place to to look at, to do something like that. But if, as you go further away, you're going to have to build property management cost into that. You're going to have to hire a property manager. There's, but if the numbers work on the whole deal, then, why not? Right. So yeah. that's, that's, that's the key. Um, so you may look at, um, uh, Kingston, you may look at like Belleville, you may look at Peterborough, um, just be careful. Like Belleville is a smaller market. So like, mm-hmm. you know, I would say stick to Peterborough or Kingston. Um, you know, uh, the other thing is like, is to, to get on some wholesaler lists as well, just to see what's coming up on them. Um, mm-hmm. uh, have you ever seen those, like, We Buy Houses signs? I have, yeah. Have you ever phoned one yourself? Uh, no. So one thing I'm going to ask you to do and give you a little bit of, again, something to make you a little bit uncomfortable, call the signs and ask to be put on their buyers list. Okay. Okay. Right. And then that way, even if you don't buy anything, at the very least, you kind of see what's going on and you get a different sense of what's coming in and going out. And, Mm -hmm. you know, at the very least, you're 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 getting a better sense of what what can be found out there. And not just what you see on the MLS, which is something that you you need to be able to to see, right? So if you go out to Peterborough and you see the signs, call them, right? Because especially if that's where you're focusing, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and if you do decide to go to like Kingston as an example of another market, what I would suggest you do is actually go out to Kingston, right? Visit Kingston, talk to some property managers out there. Um, you can ask me and I can give you some referrals of, of managers out there. And um, uh, actually, we we'll, we'll have a property management company up and running out in Kingston too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's lots of different things that, that, that you can do, but I encourage you to actually go and visit the market, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, experience what it's like. Um, you know, see what those triplexes and fourplexes look like, and then and then you can go ahead with it, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that should that should at least help you put you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Did, were there any big questions that kind of came up as you were going through this? Um. So like now, when I'm thinking about getting
1: into market again, like I was confused between should I? Should, so the one that. The, the first house that i bought it's it's a like because i was going to live there so i i bought a detached two two garage house so like sometimes i i get confused between okay maybe uh, maybe i should look look at the same style of house and i can move there and i'll rent this one out because i bought it at a fairly lower price then i'll be able to generate a positive cash flow and then i can rent out my basement in in the second house as well and I mean, it'll at least cover seventy-five percent of my expenses. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, I think I should get into something smaller because I won't be over leveraged, and I can buy multiple properties in that case. Because if I buy, if I'm buying something of 850 fifty nine hundred, I'm like, I'm I'm done mostly from my uh, my affordability point of view. But then, if I have get into
0: something smaller, I still have room to get maybe one more. So one, one of the things I want you to keep in mind is like, um, first of all, if you can use like the lower down payment in order to get into a property, you should take advantage of it and use it. Right. Um, it, it is a good way to, to add some leverage, just make sure that the numbers all work out and that you still are able to financially maintain that, that it makes sense. You know, whether you, you know, I can't tell you what to do. You have to really decide for yourself what, you know, works and, and, and what's not going to work for you. But I would encourage you to think about it this way. You know, if you're looking at what your assets are, okay, those rental properties are going to be assets that give you wealth and income. Mm-hmm. Your principal residence will give you wealth because it will increase in value and you can leverage it differently okay but it's not going to give you income for the most part unless you're renting out the basement or something like that but in the same sense it's more of a mortgage helper than it is income okay Mm -hmm. so you know for yourself you have to decide like you know Uh, depending on where you are are in your stage of life. Like if you're, you know, if you're married and you have kids, it may not make sense to, 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 to do it that way, to, to move into a smaller place. If you are uh, single and, you know, you're, you know, you're just getting started, then I would say get into a smaller place and leverage getting that. So it depends on your, your life situation. And because that often dictates what you, like your personal residence is an emotional decision. It's not often an investment decision. And, and, you know, we have to recognize that. Right. Um, But, you know, from, if you are thinking about it from a financing perspective, you know, then you need to, Work, what I would suggest you do is you work with a mortgage broker that looks at more than just the next transaction, but helps you to plan out the next four or five transactions that you can do and how far they can take you, right? That, that's that's the, the real key. So, okay. you know, that's something that you should keep in mind and, and that'll help you with direction. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully that gave you a little bit of direction around that. All right, awesome. It was nice meeting you. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to my conversation with our member. I hope you got some valuable information out of it. If you would like to create wealth, freedom, and security through real estate investing, make sure to check out GetRealWealthy.com. Until next time, I'm Quinton D'Souza. Get out there and take action. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for information purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to getrealwealthy.com.